0: SARS has finally got the cigarette barons over a barrel. We speak to Yusuf Abramdi of Tax Justice South Africa about the latest developments.
1: Welcome, Yusuf. Thank you, Chris. Compliments of the seasons as well.
0: Please tell us about the latest failed legal challenge to SARS.
1: Well we know that SARS took a decision about two or three years ago to install closed circuit television cameras in all cigarette factories and warehouses in South Africa. In fact, That was a SEDEC decision, and all SEDEC countries agreed that the installation of cameras will help to control the manufacturing, um, the stock that is coming out of the factories, but more importantly, to make sure that uh, the illicit trade does not grow and does not develop. Now, it's no secret, Chris. The illicit trade in tobacco specifically is a multi-billion rand business. These criminals are getting richer by the day, and we've repeatedly spoken about that. We estimate that between 27 and 30 billion rand a year gets lost. And at the time when uh, SARS took this decision, we at Tax Justice welcomed it. And we are delighted that uh, uh, multinational British American tobacco, together with the controversial Gold Leaf tobacco, has been at the forefront uh, of the illicit trade market as well. Have decided uh, some time ago to install closed circuit television cameras in the factories. However, FITA, that represents some 80% of the so called cheapy manufacturing brands, including Carlinings, Mazotti's company, they decided uh, they're taking it on review. That review uh, application is still pending. But in the meantime, they went to the Hautec North High Court in an urgent application in an attempt to force the court to make sure that they don't have to be compelled to install these cameras. And last week, the uh, Southend North High Court issued a ruling that um, rejected the application saying there was no urgency uh, and now we're back at square one. And that is why we welcome the court's decision. We have absolutely no idea and and FITA must come clean. What do they have to hide? Why are they scared to install cameras in their factories? If you go to uh, your supermarket down the road, Chris, uh, or you go to uh, uh, an intersection, 9 out of 10 times you'll fly, find the CCTV camera that's recording and it helps in the fight against crime. How many of these criminals get arrested these days because of the closed-circuit television cameras? Now, FITA is using the argument of privacy laws and uh, using legal jargon uh, and there's absolutely no time to waste on this rubbish. I'm saying that if uh, countries like the SEDEC countries um, Even India, which is the world's largest democracy, uh, Mauritius, uh, can have these cameras in their factories. Uh, Why is South Africa the exception? And for them to use the argument that only undemocratic countries like China have these cameras is absolutely awkward and we reject it outright.
0: Now, at the moment, what percentage of cigarettes sold in South Africa is illegal, or illicit rather?
1: We estimate as much as 70 to 80 percent We know what happened during the lockdown ban during COVID when cigarettes were banned. We saw the smuggling of cigarettes, specifically the RG brand manufactured by gold leaf in Zimbabwe on the increase that is still continuing. You go to um, uh, your your corner shop uh, or a supermarket or a spaza shop. In fact, I challenge staff just to go within 500 meters of their offices in either or in any of the major cities or towns um, or go to uh, outside a police station. And you will find a packet of 20 cigarettes being sold from anything from 5 Rand to 8 Rand to 15 Rand and even 20 Rand. Clearly, the minimum collectible tax on a packet of 20 cigarettes is 23 Rand from odd, which means that these criminals are pocketing millions and millions of Rands. Now, it's good for the police and the SARS and the other law enforcement agencies to clamp down on the retailers. We've seen raids in the Johannesburg CBD, we've seen a lot of confiscations at the borders. We've seen the runners being arrested. But why are the kingpins not behind bars? Why are the factories where these cigarettes are coming out from not uh, being closed? Why are the licenses not being revoked? And that is our issue. And we're saying to SARS, if these people do not comply, we appeal to you to immediately withdraw the licenses to make sure that you confiscate the stock because really... We need law and order, and for these people to hide behind uh, issues of legal jargon and constitutional issue, issues, etc., what will hold absolutely no water. And we welcome the forced decision, and we want these cameras now to be installed.
0: Who do you think will be hardest hit
1: if these cameras are installed? All the culprits. And we know who we, we know the culprits are. Um, it's no secret that uh, FITA represents a number of uh, the so-called cheapy brands, Carly Nings is one of the companies, and they were also part of the core challenge. Um, we know that uh, Gold is Tobacco, the same company that's been implicated in the illicit trade over and over again, uh, that was exposed on the Gold Mafia expose on Al Jazeera last year. And by the way, Al Jazeera had a, a, a worldwide expose on the illicit trade, the gold smuggling, the money laundering. There were whistleblowers that came forward. President Tsang Ramaphosa got up in Parliament uh, in response to a question promising that action will be taken. Investigations are underway. Some banks were even implicated, including Sassfan. All they did was to suspend those officials. We're asking months later, why are those people implicated not being arrested? What's happened to the keepers involved in the illicit trade, whether it's gold or tobacco? Now, having said that, we know that the illicit trade is not only around tobacco. We've repeatedly highlighted the fact it's rampant within the alcohol industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the clothing industry. I can go on and on. Uh, and and if you go, you know, to any of the major CBDs or towns, and you go to some of the stores, you see how openly and brazenly the trade in the illicit trade is happening, um, and there seems to be very little regard for the law. And that is why government must come down very hard. Uh, We're now in election year uh, and we're seeing a lot of politicking happening, a lot of promises. I think the time for promises is over. We now need to see action and we're demanding that we want to see a real action and it has happened immediately. Can you you
0: recap for us the current modus operandi of the cigarette smuggling syndicates internally and cross-border?
1: Well, we know that the RG brand specifically manufactured in Zimbabwe has been smuggled for the past few years, we have truckloads coming forward. They come across the border, they carry them in boxes, in bags. We've seen viral videos of that. Sometimes they declare them um, with different goods and they come to the border post. Sometimes, even uh, allegations that they're bribing customs officials and policemen. We know some time ago we exposed the fact that some of these trucks were even escorted by marked police vehicles from the border right into Hautan. Um, there were there were some uh, names mentioned. We gave the information to the police, and up to now, no arrests have been made. So those allegations are, are very very clear. They're on record. We know this allegation that, allegations that uh, uh, approximately a hundred thousand rand, if not more, is paid to export a load from the Zimbabwe border post right into Gauteng because that load is worth about fifteen twenty million rand. You see photographs, Chris. We saw saw them on social media of tankers. Oil tankers, petrol tankers, uh, uh, the cigarettes being concealed inside those tankers. The runners, the drivers get arrested. We've seen a few convictions. But where are the kingpins? When you talk of the local trade in South Africa, these cigarettes are manufactured right in these factories uh, where where, where, where there are no cameras, for example. No wonder uh, we are seeing some of these um, uh, brands flooding the market for, for far below the minimum collectible taxes. There's also allegations of hidden factories and hidden warehouses and that is why we are pleading to anyone with information about these hidden factories and warehouses to come forward and to pass on the information even anonymously so that we can get to these culprits and make sure that they are arrested. We know the law is very clear. You need a license to operate a cigarette factory. There are certain requirements from SARS, uh, customs and excise, deposits, etc. But uh, for these people to manufacture them and to hide the stock in warehouses is a major problem. And that is why, coming back to the point that I made earlier, these CCTV cameras, in our view, will go a very long way, in some way, to cut down the illicit trade. And by the way, uh, a major trade union, the Food and Allied Workers Union, has come out in support of these cameras. Um, and, and, and I'm happy that, uh, as I mentioned, that these two companies have uh, got them. The other companies that are hiding behind the rule uh, and are challenging the process really need to look a close look at themselves. And I hope their sales will come down very hard and implement this particular regulation and rule without uh, any delay.
0: Now, apart from smuggling, in which other ways are the cigarette manufacturers evading tax? There's is underreporting, isn't there?
1: Underreporting is a problem. The so-called export fraud. When they claim they're exporting the goods out of South Africa, it never happens. There's key voices There's fake customs stamps there's SARS stamps that go on. We know they don't pay their full taxes. We know that um, at, at one stage, SARS uh, got the curator to um, take over one major cigarette company because uh, they had to freeze their assets because they were outstanding debts running into allegedly billions of rands. Uh, and it is a real problem. These criminals use every trick in the book. We know, for example, uh, if, for example, you've got a shop and you want to buy uh, a certain brand of cigarettes, they'll give you an invoice, but they'll put a selling price at uh, 23 rand some odd, for example, and yet uh, they will take the money in cash uh, and they'll only take the lesser amount, which is 8 rand or 10 rand. They are, they are stealing from the system. They are manipulating the system. And that is why we, we want sales to come down very hard. SARS um, continues to have some inspectors at some of these factories. We say they should be there all the time. We know it's, tax, uh, and it's um, very expensive to have uh, officials there all the time. But these cameras that have been monitored in real time and even off, uh, off uh, the, the premises will really go a long way to make sure that uh, these culprits are caught out and that they be held liable for the illegal activities. Now, we know uh, FITA again argued that uh, the footage very often will end up in the, land, in the hands of the opposition uh, to their advantage. There's absolutely no evidence of that. And I think SARS with a good track record can be trusted to make sure that this footage of the, the, the camera footage is used responsibly uh, to make sure that these people are held to account. And I think the time has now come, Chris, after all the years of talking and talking. This year 2024, we hope, will be a year of action. The illicit trade is stealing from the poor. It's stealing from people that need schools, health facilities, education, basic services that we don't have. And we know billions of rents get lost annually. Um, and as much as SARS is trying and they, they're trying to uh, bring an end to the illicit trade, we believe in this last lap, they now need to go the extra mile and make sure that they act. And I think SARS must show their muscle. They need to withdraw the licenses of the culprits. I don't know why they're hanging on to the licenses. Perhaps they're getting a few billion rand in taxes. Uh, for the little bit of uh, tax that these people are paying. But really, they need to make some decisive decisions without fear and without favour, and now is the time.
0: And if they do so, uh, the cigarette barons are likely to lose billions a year, are they not?
1: Well, certainly. We, we know the lifestyle they are living. We know allegations of some of them linked to politicians. We know allegations of uh, them getting protection. We know some of them allegedly working with corrupt cops. The lawlessness just continues. The coach the mafia expose, showed how billions of rails were being laundered out of South Africa, through our banks, believe it or not, by manipulating the system. That meant money ended up in Dubai. One rich uh, money launderer, the kingpin, uh, fled South Africa uh, just before the expose, and is now living a life of luxury in Dubai. Those people should be extradited and brought back to South Africa. We know one particular uh, businessman from, from Zimbabwe, uh, his name came up repeatedly in the Al Jazeera expose. Uh, why is he not being arrested and charged? It really poses a lot of questions. We know investigations, by the way, take a very long time, but clearly years and years and years, and this information was lying right there at the doorstep of the of the various law enforcement officials, um, and it did very little. Uh, it does raise a lot of questions and concerns as well.
0: And Dubai seems to have become a destination of choice, for fugitives from South Africa.
1: Indeed, we know how the extradition process works. We know during uh, some of the kidnappings of business people in South Africa, uh, you were forced to pay the, the money through the Awana system uh, in Dubai, and that is where the criminals were collecting the cash. Uh, that system in Dubai, we know, uh, is, uh, is, is hopelessly useless, and criminals are getting away with it. Uh, and even the Dubai authorities failed to act. So Dubai is seen as a haven. We know some of the money has ended up in the Far East. Uh, and, and that is why it's so easy for these criminals uh, to take the money from point A to point B. And you, you know very well, Chris, um, the Hawana system, how it works. Uh, you simply go to uh, a, a, a person around the corner. You give him, for example, 10 million rand. Within moments, you can go to a place in Dubai or in, in India or in Pakistan or in any other part of the world and collect that currency immediately from somebody there. Uh, without the money uh, physically leaving South Africa. We know at one stage, uh, people were taking the bags and bags of cash uh, via uh, the airlines out of Tambo International Airport uh, to, to countries without the proper checks and balances. During the Gold Mafia Exposé again, you saw all bags of gold was being taken. They had footage from Zimbabwe right into Dubai on the plane on Emirates in first class uh, and no questions are being asked. And so what does it tell you? It tells you that the system is rotten. It tells you that the systems are not in place to control the illicit trade and the movement of cash and other illicit products, and it is a growing problem.
0: Thank you. That was Yusuf Abramji of Tax Justice, is a speaking to News. I'm Christine. Thank you, Yusuf.
1: Thank you.